135 on CFRA. You're listening to the Thursday edition of the homepage. And on this day, we have, uh, beginning with this week, introduced our new weekly health focus. And joining us today as our first guest in uh, along this theme is Christiane Bouchard. Uh, she is a project officer with Ottawa Public Health's Healthy Sexuality and Risk Reduction Team. She joins us on this uh AIDS Awareness Week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. I think this is uh, exciting. Can you give us a, situ- a, a bit of a situational update, I guess? Where, where do we stand here in Ottawa with respect to HIV? Well, you know, uh, I, I'd say good news, bad news. Uh, we're, um, rates have lowered in the past couple of years, which is good. But, I mean, they're still, they're still there. And like we say, one case is too many. Uh, we've gone from, let's say, 108 per 1,000, 100,000 people uh, in terms of HIV, and now we're up to 6.4, which is pretty good, right? But still, this year we had 55 cases, new cases to, to date. And like I say, it's one is too many. So uh, lots of progress, obviously, still a ways to go. But to, to what do you attribute this progress? Is it education? Just people are smarter now. <laughs> or well aware, more well yes, aware, I Yes, I, I think so. But you know what? At the same time... Um, we're still seeing a lot of cases. So, yes, we've done a lot of efforts. There's been efforts locally, provincially, nationally around, you know, raising awareness. But I think there's not enough still. Uh, we're still st- seeing a lot of of, uh, of people not knowing exactly, you know, how is it transmitted? Am I at risk? Am I not at risk? So I think there's still a lot of work to be done. We've seen so much progress over the last decade in research yeah. around uh, HIV and AIDS mm-hmm. uh, to the degree that uh, even some of the earlier cases that the world became aware of, uh, individuals have been able to survive it and live with it. Are, are we on the verge of or are we truly seeing a cure for AIDS? I wish we were seeing a cure for, for AIDS. I think what's happening right now is that we're seeing people living longer and uh, with a better quality of life with HIV. And that is a good news, but at the same time, it creates a false sense of security for a lot of people. So people are being complacent and, you know, not as worried about getting HIV as they used to. Are you seeing evidence of that? People are less concerned about it? People even in high-risk uh, categories? Well, um, no, I think I think uh, a lot of the people at high-risk uh um, to get HIV, for example, if we talk about men who have sex with men, because they're still the ones that are at higher risk, uh, they're very well informed. Uh, but I think it's the people that are not informed, that's, that's the, the, the scary part. There's 25% of people living with HIV that don't know that they have HIV. Sorry, now, what's the percentage of you? 25%. Really? So that's scary because that means that there's 25%. It's because they've never been tested. That's right. Or they think they're not at risk, Right. So, I mean, they, they walk around and, and they have, you know, sexual intercourses and sometimes it's protected, sometimes it's not. And we're seeing that. A lot of the youth, and when asked, uh, have not used a condom in the last time they've had sex, right? So they're putting themselves at risk. Yeah, and, and, and to your point, I mean, a lot of people perceive this less as a death sentence than a chronic illness. Yeah. And, and lots of chronic illnesses out there that you mm-hmm. manage with drugs and whatnot. Yeah. And that's becoming part of the problem. People are maybe are letting their guard down a little bit. I think so. I think so. A lot of people. And also, a lot of people to this day still think, oh, it's not not me, not my group of people, right? They attribute this as a, 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 an infection that will only affect men who have sex with men or people f- coming from uh, countries where HIV is endemic. So they say, oh, I'm not at risk, right? I'm a good person. I know the person I've been, you know, I'm, I'm with and I trust them. But who knows, right? If you've not been tested, you really don't know. 
Yeah, it's so interesting that all these years later, people are ill-informed today about about the issue of HIV and AIDS. I mean, it, it struck the world with such ferocity, and uh, there was so much concern about it, and mm-hmm. uh, so much research and time and effort and education that gets into it that for people to live in high-risk uh, categories and not be aware of the uh, risk today is quite shocking. Yeah, well, you know, I think I think it's it's to be expected. When it first started, people were dying, people were seeing people die, uh, people were really recon- concerned about sure. it, and they were talking about it. It was everywhere in the news. Now, you, you never hear about it. People don't talk about it anymore. People are not as affected. They know people, but people are, are, are you know, still well and healthy and living a normal life. So people don't see it as a, as urgent, and it's not in the news. They're not talking about it enough uh, to uh, to reach people. And you know, when it comes to talk about sexuality, people are uncomfortable. Sure, they are. There, there are some of our listeners that are uncomfortable listening to this. Absolutely, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. But it's important that we talk about it, right? And if if people are uncomfortable and don't talk about it, how do you expect people to know the real things? Well, some of our listeners will say this is, you know, I don't engage in any kind of risky practices, so I don't need to worry about this. Is is the education really confined, the need for a greater education and understanding confined to a few, or is it still a message that needs to be heard by the broader population? I think the message needs to be heard by everyone. Uh, it's so important. And, and you know what? You might think you don't engage in uh, high-risk uh, sexual activities as, as, as soon as you have intercourse you're in, engaging in an activity that could put you at risk, uh, depending on who you're having uh, intercourse with. Like we said, 25% of people living with HIV don't know they have it. So maybe you are having intercourse with somebody that has HIV. I want to delve into that and, and the work that Ottawa Public Health is doing. Mm-hmm. What's your message to people out there? And I'm sure there are some out there who say, yeah, I think I'm fine, but I'm afraid to be tested because it could become public. They're worried about the stigma of even of even asking for a test. Yeah. You know, what we say to people is that knowing your status is the best protection for everyone. For you, because if you know you're HIV positive, then you get automatically, you know, uh, support from from the medical um, uh, group and and you'll get, you know, you'll be on on therapy uh, to get medication to help suppress the HIV and you'll be able to lead a healthy life and not spread uh, the disease. So if you're sexually active, I mean, you should have a, a test. Uh, ask your doctor. If you're uncomfortable, you can come to the sexual health clinic. We give anonymous um, HIV testing. So if you're concerned, you don't have to, you know, give your name. You can do it anonymously and get and, and at least be worry-free. Uh, you know, once you have the test, if you're negative, you can say, wow, now, you know, I don't have to worry as much. Talk a little bit about young people. Yes. And by that, I mean young adults. They're entering into adulthood. Uh, are, are you finding that they are sufficiently aware? No. <laughs> that would be right off the bat. I'd say no. I think I think uh, there's a lot of myths out there. And, you know, you go online, you Google stuff, and you'll get all these stories. People listen to their friends, uh, and they'll take, they, they'll take risks, right? They'll have multiple partners. They don't necessarily use condoms all the time. And really, condoms are the best way to protect yourself. They're inexpensive. We even hand them out for free if you need, if you need to. We have a campaign that's called Sex That's Smart. 
and people can go online and order some free condoms. We'll mail them to their house. But there's no reason, right? And I think, like we said before, people are uncomfortable talking about sexuality. We need to talk more about it. Where does Ottawa stand sort of compared to other cities in, in terms of the risks, the, the percentage of those infected with AIDS? Mm. Um, I think we're, uh, you know, it's about the same everywhere. I think I think we're a little higher than certain cities, but really um, I think it's it's similar everywhere. Uh, and, and really, uh, youth need to be uh, more informed. I think that's the issue. Can you give us, just as we wrap up our discussion here, maybe uh, our listeners a contact point, whether it's a phone number or maybe an address to visit? And yeah. Aware, of course, that they they're, yeah. they're, you know, there will be confidentiality associated yeah. with that. I think if they want information, their best bet is to go to mm-hmm. ottawa.ca slash sexuality, and you'll get information there on all the different SDIs, not only HIV, right? And they'll give you a list of places where you can go get tested for free and anonymously or confidentiality, depending on mm-hmm. on the the way you choose. And uh, it'll, you know, uh, give you a whole bunch of resources for you. All right. Well, I want to thank you very much for joining us on this AIDS Awareness Week and, of course, World AIDS Day, December the 1st. Yes, that's Monday. All right. Christian Bouchard, thank you. No, thank you.